Hey, nerds! Support Venture Forth over on our Patreon and unlock exclusive bonus content. Now on to the show. Hello, I'm Thessaly. Sika. Flynn. Kalaka. Oma. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, the party had made their way back to Marstock, and upon arriving to Marstock, you all had ran into an old friend, that being Seeker. Uh, As soon as you guys got to town, Flynn, in the back of your head, you you heard a voice that called out to you um, that you recognized as Seeker's, and you met Seeker, Thessaly, and 86 behind Hayfried's temple. You all got to know the uh, the the new uh, people here, and as you discussed with 86, you found that 86 would be able to take Thaddeus to Westreach and hopefully help him out, help him find a body, and return him to people who are more like him. You all return to Hayfreed's Void, and upon Flynn leaving to go to the Ironlight Castle with Zorkal, Kellick had a bit of a moment of realization as he reached out to something deep within himself and he attempted to cast greater restoration on the sheep demon that was in the void. After a tumultuous couple of minutes of Hayfried and Kellick in a, a mental battle with this, with this creature, trying to get the, the sheep creature to be subdued and actually extract the sheep from it, they were ultimately successful. But now, this new creature that stands in the place of where once was the sheep demon is possibly even more horrific than was <laughs> previous. The sheep now hanging out in the void uh, seems to be okay. But at the moment, Flynn and Zorkal apparate into Addersfeld. Flynn, uh, you and Zorkal are exiting the small room where the teleportation circle is, and uh, you once again look around and see the mostly abandoned district of Addersfeld. So, as you look around, what would you like to do? <sighs> it's good to be back. Do you miss it? Do you ever miss it when you're on your contracts? Uh, not all the time. Um, it's nice to have a place with a bed. <laughs> yeah, it'll be cool to go back. What's head there? Okay. And you both uh, begin walking, and at this point, you know these streets like the back of your hand. Um, and before long, you are at the Iron Light Castle. Um, Zorkal, a little bit more assertive, um, steps right in front of you, places his hand on the stone, um, and you can see that his hand is, is perfectly matched with the of imprint of the hand. Almost almost <laughs> yeah. like it was made for him. Yeah, okay. um, as the doors open up in front of you, and um, you uh, you walk into the halls of the Iron Light Castle. Where are you going? Um, hmm. uh, to Mellor. Do I see Chath training anyone? Is there anyone? Do I hear anything? Make a perception check for sure. me. A total of twenty. Total of twenty. Um, yeah, just echoing off of 
the the walls of this castle, you can just hear um, uh, just brief echoes of I kind of relish in that just for a moment and just remember it's good to hear uh should we probably we probably should get to Melaru, right so we're going just turn all this stuff in let her know what's um, going on that would probably be the best course of action yes yeah okay well right, let's let's do that I guess alright does she like you she likes you right well it looks like she likes you me better than you and he starts walking off towards Mallory's <laughs> office. Should we pretend that we're still like enemies? I know we're best friends now, but uh, <laughs> should we keep appearances up? I know we're trying not to. Like, Flynn, you do whatever you are going to do, and I will try to tolerate it. <laughs> Just like always. Let's go. Okay. Um, and you, you both uh, walk down uh, a couple of different hallways, making a left, yeah. a right, another right, a left. I try and get in front of him at some point. Okay, uh, but by the time you get there, you'd be able to, yeah, to get I'm in front of him. Sneak in front of him and get in front. Open the door. Okay, you open the door and you see uh, Melaru, who uh, is just behind her desk. She's got like a bookshelf behind her desk, and you can see that she's just putting a book away. I'm back. And not even turning around, you see her head like slump down. <laughs> yes. And you hear <sighs> Flynn. She turns around. I'm glad to see that you're back. What what uh, what news do you have? For glad me? to see you too. Um, well, a lot. Um, actually, um, uh, we, well, we dealt with. We kind of dealt with the whole crystal rebel situation, but it's still there's still some stuff out there we need to find. But um, I brought stuff to turn in. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's about I'll, time. I'll pull out the contract that I have, and I'll hand it and I'll put it on the desk, and then I'll pull out the Nothic hand, and then slowly put it back in the bag because it probably smells. She sees it and acknowledges. And then I believe I also have the um, Cyclops beads. Uh, yes, the you, you have well. the, the necklace with the uh, the the necklace from the Cyclops that has the saber tooth. Uh, the saber tooth. Uh, so I'll pull teeth. the necklace out and I'll put that on the desk. Um, do you want the Nothic hand too? If I you're can... not going to use it, um... do you want me to put it on your desk? I know last time you got mad. Sure, put it down. Okay, and I'll just put it on the floor. Okay, and she like waves her hand and it disintegrates into the air. Well, I could have just okay. Um, so yeah, am I good? Do I did I did I pass? I would say so. Yes. Um, yes. What do I do now? Ah, uh, well, I had other plans for today, but um, not anymore. I guess we're doing this now. Yes. Um, Flynn, give give us one moment. Okay, you want me to just like wait outside? Yes. Yeah, just out in the hallway. Okay, I'll go out in the hallway and I'll put my ear to the door. Okay. Um, as Zorkal uh, sits down in the chair, the door closes. Make a perception check. You got it. 17. 17. Um, you can just barely hear the muffled conversations inside. Okay. Um, and you hear, you came back with him? What? What? What happened? <laughs> Well, there were some complications. Um, I stupidly did not scout out the area as well as I should have. And unfortunately, I was captured. Um, but, and it pains me to say this, um, <laughs> Flynn was instrumental in my escape. And uh, he, he proved himself in, uh, in combat. Um, 
it, I will keep the story short, but uh, he, the trophies that he has brought back are not indicative of the full scope of what he has done over the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, well, I'm um, trying to contain myself outside the door. <laughs> yes. yes. That's interesting that you were not able to handle yourself alone. That's rather disappointing. I I thought better of you. I, I, it was my mistake, and I promise you I will not make it again. Um, I will be better moving forward. I, I promise you that. Well, I, I don't care about promises. Um, I, I only care about successes. So next time something like this happens, um, no need to uh, come back and inform me. Just stay out until you are successful in your mission. Flynn! Hey, wait a moment, so it doesn't seem like I'm right now the door and I open the door. Yeah. Um, it seems that there are uh, some things that we must get done. And in Iron Light tradition, we must waste no time. Let's do it. If you will come with me. Yes. Um, and she gets up. She uh, goes over to her, her bookshelf. And in like a flurry of motion she like pulls out one book puts it back pulls out another book puts it back pulls out another one puts it back mm. and the entire shelf slides to the side and you can see a, a hidden doorway there interesting um she says uh Flynn if you wouldn't mind just just heading down um if you give me but a few moments yeah should uh, I like leave my bag here should I take my stuff with me um uh should I should I should I bring my weapons should I leave them um, you may leave them wherever you would like, wherever it would be convenient for you. Okay. Um, Zorkal, did you leave your stuff here when you went? I took my things down. I you always, took your I, things down? I always have my weapons with me. Okay, yeah, that's probably smart. I should do that. Um, <coughs> oh, wait. And I'll summon my sword <laughs> from the alleyway that I left it. <laughs> probably need this. And I'll sheath it. <sighs> All right. And I'll enter. <laughs> A little bit of dirt just falling onto Melrose's floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... And as you head back down, she says, um, give me a few moments. I will collect the rest and we will join you. Awesome. Give okay. us a few moments. All right. And as you walk down, um, Zorkal like tries to follow, but Melaru puts her hand up and like blocks him from going down. Okay. As the bookshelf closes behind you. Okay. Um, and you are plunged into complete darkness. Oh. Um, you look and you see, uh, before you were actually in the darkness, you saw that there was a stone stairwell mm-hmm. that went down um, into the ground. Okay. And there's a moment of darkness and silence. And then, just in front of you, you see a couple of torches light. Cool. A couple more. Yeah. As you can see, uh, that this stairwell goes down and down and down, way down underground. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see these torches lighting your way. Just straight down? Just straight down. Almost at a perfect 45 degree angle. All right. Let's get it. And I'll start walking down. Okay. Um, You walk down and it takes a couple minutes, but eventually you get down to um, a a one central area. Um, And it it sort of opens up and in, in a very similar way to traditional iron light design this room is a huge cylinder Mm. um it is round uh perfect uh round edges no corners anywhere and you can see in the middle 
almost what looks like a sacrificial stone slab there. You can see on the opposite wall shelves that has different inks on it. Um, You can see that on the walls there are um, numerous pauldrons hanging there on these hooks. What would you like to do? Um, Go look at the pauldrons. Um, Do I see one that looks my size? Um, You do not. You see that they're all pretty much exactly the same size. Um... Can I reach them? Yeah, they're hanging on the wall. I will try to take one down. Okay. Yeah. Um, and as you sort of lift it up off of the hook and you bring it down to your hands, it shrinks. No way. And so cool. is perfectly your size. Um, I'll look around. Do I see anyone or hear anything? Mm-mm. I'll go to place it on my shoulder. I feel how it feels. Okay. It feels like a pauldron. It feels like some leather, a little bit of, of fur underneath. Does it feel like success? <laughs> <laughs> Make an insight check. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know, like a lot. Successful vibe check. <laughs> yeah, uh, 18. 18. Um, notably, nothing feels different. Maybe I have to strap it in. And I'll try like, strapping it in on my... All right, you click it shut. Yeah. You don't huh. feel any effects or anything. Maybe it's on the wrong shoulder. No, this is the one I put it on. And I tap my um, my left shoulder. Move it around. No, that's right. Hmm. No, maybe it's the other one. And I'll take it off and I'll put it on my right <laughs> shoulder. And I'll strap it in. Is that right? Crap, I can't remember. And I'll go look at the inks. So you look up and on these shelves, there are all of these inks, but they're perfectly sequenced. Mm. Um, You see one that's like a light blue. You see a red one Mm -hmm. next to it, gold, then green, then pink, then purple, then silver, then orange. Then it repeats again, blue, red, gold, green, pink, purple, Mm. silver, orange, and extends all the way around the room. For a moment, I'll just look at my, um, my right forearm and I'll can I make the connection of the two inks that are in me right now uh yes the blue and the red look identical to what was used to tattoo you before Mm. I give a squint at the other ones um what's in the center of the you said there's a slab right yeah like a stone slab coming up to about your chest height um hop up on it Okay. Am I supposed to stand here? I'll look back towards the exit. <laughs> um, and as you're looking back towards the exit, you can start to hear footsteps. Oh, I wonder if of I multiple people coming down the steps. Oh man. Um, I will hurriedly go and put the shoulder pauldron back on its hook. Okay. And as soon as you put it back and like. <laughs> You're no longer touching it. It expands back out to okay. its its standard size. And then I will uh, go hurriedly stand next to the, the slab and just stand there okay. at attention. Okay. And as you are standing there, you see coming down the steps, you see one figure, then another figure, then another figure, 
six figures in total, first coming down the steps in full battle armor, traditional to the Iron Light. Yes. You can see polished and pristine, um, probably not something that would be taking, taken out on missions, but more ceremonial. Right. First, you see Meloru come yeah. down, the high elf figure. Next, you see behind her a red dragonborn. Yep. In very similar, in very similar uh, garb, you see Chath. Next, you see a half-elf man come down, Ilinar. Mm-hmm. You see a, another human man come down, Morris. You see a human woman, Nessa. You see a dwarf, Ori. Yeah. As they all come in, and Meloru instructs with a simple motion of her hand for you to lay down on the slab. I'll uh, nod. I'll, I'll look to Chath and just give him a smile. He sort of smiles back. Not not too much. I know he probably has to stay in like a recall, <laughs> but I try and I'll try and like give him a, like. Um, and I'll take my backpack off, and I will uh, lay it on the ground, take all my stuff off, and bags and weapons, put them to the side, and I'll go and lay down on the slab. Okay. Do I know what's going on? <laughs> have I heard about what this ritual is like? Um, you have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> <sighs> that tracks. All right, I'll lay down. And everyone circles around you. Okay. In a perfect circle. And Melaru comes over and she sort of stands by where your head is. And she says, now's the last chance you get to back out. Back out of what? What we're about to do. What are you about to do? Well, you are about to take a lifelong commitment to the Iron Light. A commitment that cannot be broken. Else face the consequences. Huh. No, I'm ready. Very well. (laughs) And so she stands back and joins the circle once more. And in complete dead silence, everyone continues standing there. You could hear a pin drop Uh as Chath turns and he walks over to the wall and he grabs the gold vial. And he puts it down next to you. And he says, this is the one that I got. What's it do? It um, lets you change one thing into another. Hmm. It It is always up to you, though, Hmm. what your next step will be. And then... Okay. Melaru turns. Yeah, I was about that. (laughs) And she goes and she grabs... A uh, the um, pink bottle. Mm-hmm. She places it down next to you. Says, "This was my choice." What's that? But one? the next choice is up to you. What's that one do? This allows you to control and take over minds. Huh. Next, you see Ilinar go and he grabs the green bottle and he puts it down 
and he said, "This was my choice." Oh no! The next choice is yours. Oh, like this. I'll nod as to ask almost the same question, like waiting expectantly. This grants you control over life and death. Next up, <laughs> Morris. <laughs> Morris goes and grabs the purple vial, places it down, says, "This was my choice. The next choice is yours." Hmm. This allows you to cast illusions and trick the mind visually. Hmm. Next, Nessa. She goes and she takes a silver potion. She puts it down. This was my choice. The next choice is yours. This will expand your mind, giving you greater knowledge of things beyond. Hmm. And finally, Ori goes and he grabs the orange one, puts it down. Says, "This was my choice. Next choice is up to you. This one allows me to conjure beings from other realms." And all in unison, echoing together, they say, "The next choice is yours." Love it. I'll turn to Chaff and also Melaru. <sighs> it's tough. What did Galen do? Choose. Um, Chaff sort of puts his head down after he he looks to Melaru and Melaru. Doesn't seem to answer. Chat says, "She, uh, she didn't get this far." I thought she became. Oh. All right. What about Zorkal? Flint, these choices have to be yours. Yeah, I know you're right. They cannot be influenced by the popularity. Of one of these choices, right, right, right. This choice has to be yours. Um. I'll take the one you chose, gold. Okay. And everyone except Chath steps forward, grabs the bottle, puts it back on the shelf. He instructs you to lay your head back down. Um, Chath walks over and in a very similar fashion to your tattoos before goes and grabs a little wooden box it's got a little um, a little stick with a needle at the end and a little hammer mm-hmm. as he dips it in to this gold ink he places it to your skin wait what if I want them all uh, it's uh Let's just go with this one and see how you do. All right. And he begins tapping the needle <clears throat> into your skin, and <clears throat> it is it is painful. I'm gonna have you roll a d6 for me. Yep. Roll. I don't know. I don't know if rolling high helps. So we'll see. <laughs> Five. Okay. <laughs> you take one point of piercing damage. Okay. All right. As he ah, continues ah, to, to hammer this needle in, I'm going to have you roll another D6. Are the others just standing there watching? Standing there watching in complete I will, silence. I uh, attempt to be as silent as possible while I'm getting this done to okay. show 
strength, or what yeah. I think is strength. One. You take five points of piercing damage. Okay. And as he continues, you can see he's got just one third of it left. I'm going to have you roll another d6. Okay. Six. All right. You you gather your strength and constitution, and you don't take any damage on awesome. that. But after <sighs> a couple minutes, maybe 30, 45 minutes, your tattoo is complete. And you now have the symbol of transmutation nice. inked in on your skin. Nice. Well, hey, congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I'm still speechless to be here. I love it. This is awesome. But what do I do now? Um, grab a pauldron and get to work. That's it? Yeah. I'll look around to the others. Okay. Um, I'll step off and head over to the pauldron that I picked up before and I'll pick it up okay. again. And once again, once it's in your hands, it shrinks down Pretend to size. Like I'm like, oh, wow. That's cool. Never seen anything do that. Cool. Definitely cool. And I'll... <laughs> okay. And I'll go to put it on my my right shoulder. Okay. And as soon as you put it on and click it in, you feel a binding sensation Ooh. to yourself. Um, you feel that this, this item is now connected to you in some way. Huh. Cool. And I'll look to Malaru. That's it. Free to go. I did it. I did it. Yeah, sure you did, Flynn. Um, I've got a busy day, so why don't you just head out? Jeez. All right. And I'll head up the stairs. You're heading up the stairs. Okay. And I'll... Uh, do they all leave? Or are they all still sitting there? Um, they all seem to be like they're collecting themselves to, to start leaving. I'll, um, I'll go like halfway up. <sighs> I'll uh, turn around and what is Chath doing? Um, Chath is like, he was the one who did the tattoo. So it seems that he's cleaning off the equipment. He's probably going to stay there a couple minutes longer than everyone else um, because he has to clean his stuff and put it back. And it seems like she doesn't think I deserved it. Is Make an I, insight check. Is that what I got from her? <laughs> is that what she's thinking? Roll high. This one's a huge mystery. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, 13. Um, the normal disdain. I walk back down the stairs. Okay. I walk up to Chad. Mm-hmm. Give me all of them. No, Flynn. Give me all of them. Get out of here. Give me all Go. of them. Go. I get back up on the slab. Flynn, this is, this is just unnecessary. I want this. Flynn, I don't know what this would do to you. Let's find out. I'll turn to Melaru. What's her reaction? Um, she, like, shakes her head in disbelief and begins walking out of the room. I did it. She walks up the stairs. Now you and Chath are the only ones in this room. Roll up my sleeve. 
do it. All right. Um, Give me hers next. As I notion to Melaru walking up the stairs. Hopefully I can have her hear that as she walks up. Okay. Um, you get the sense that she might have. Yeah. Good. Um, as Chath takes a deep breath and reaches for the, the pink liquid, puts it down. <sighs> it's uh, Flynn, once I get this started, it's... Do it. Okay. Okay. And he goes and he pulls down the, the pink. He pulls down the green, the purple, the silver, the orange, puts them all in a row. And he says, God, okay. All right. Hope to see you on the other side. (laughs) As he um, reaches down underneath sort of this indentation on the stone slabs that you hadn't seen previously and reaches in and grabs out leather straps and puts them up around your arms and your legs, strapping you into place in this this stone slab. Um. He pulls out the pink vial and dips the the tip of the needle into it. And with the first tap of the hammer, you feel this surging, almost electrical sensation take over your entire body as all of your muscles involuntarily uh, clench. What? As you can feel like an overload of magic taking over your system. with the with the gold tattoo, you could feel like the magic being sort mm-hmm. of pumped into your system. Now you feel an overwhelming sensation of like almost confliction mm-hmm. in this. Um, and as that second tap comes down, you continue to clench. And as the third tap comes down, your vision begins to darken. That fourth one comes down, vision darkens even more as you don't even recognize when the fifth tap is done as you are completely unconscious. Okay. Crap. (laughs) You open your eyes. Uh Uh-huh. You are in a large room. And you can see a cyclops sitting there in the opposite corner. Um. You see hanging around its neck a... uh, a saber-tooth necklace as it looks to you reaches down and grabs its massive club gets up and starts walking towards you as it swings its club overhead to swing at you I'm gonna have you roll Ah! initiative (laughs) roll roll what? roll initiative okay let's go crap 13 okay yeah. You see this thing begin to start lumbering towards you. So you reach and you grab your sword and you get the drop on this. What yeah. would you like to what would you like to do? Um how close is it to me? Um it is about 15 feet in front of you closing the gap fast. 15 feet. Um I will uh charge up to it. Okay. And I'm going to as I'm tra- running up to it, I'm going to quickly uh, rub my fingers together and uh, the uh, evocation symbol glows as I um, tap my sword once and uh, give it some booming energy and come down and try and attack this cyclops. Okay, make an attack roll. <laughs> uh, total of 20. 
A total of 20. Uh, yeah, that hits. Yeah? Um, yeah, roll your damage. Okay, 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 okay. All right, all right, all right. That is this dice and this dice. Okay, that's uh, six... Uh, 14. Hold on. I think I add something else as well. Uh, 18 total. Do you need, um, thunder damage separate? Um, I am actually going to have you add five points of damage onto that. Okay. Um, but no, I do not need those separately. All right. Um, then there's that. Okay. Um, and I will, um, bonus action attack again. Okay. All right. Attack again. Adding five to the attack roll and the damage. Let's go. Um, 22, 27. Yeah, that for sure hits. 27? Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, you said, oh, crap. Um, 16 points of piercing on top of that. As poof into smoke. Nice. The Cyclops disappears. <laughs> As the smoke coalesces once more and comes back together, an eyeball opens in the smoke, (laughs) green and yellow, as the smoke forms around it into a grotesque Nothic. As a Nothic stands there in front of you and lunges, it is going to try to attack you with its claw. Bring it on. That's going to be an 11 to hit. That'll miss. Okay, so it swings wildly and just misses you. You get an attack. Oh, yeah. I'm just coming down with a regular one. Okay. Uh, 16? 16 hits. Awesome. Uh, 12 Add, points. Adding five oh, on, uh, on both. Oh, it would have been a 21. Then. Okay, yeah, that hits. Still. So that is, uh, uh, 17 points of piercing on the first one. Okay. Second attack. Oh, almost a good Uh, like, oh, uh, 24, 30, 33. That hits. Yeah. yeah. Hit. <laughs> All right. Roll your damage. <laughs> That's uh, 15 points of piercing after that. Okay. <sighs> in the smoke. I'm going to step back and, and be ready. As the smoke coalesces once more, you see two bony hooks begin to apparate. Yep. As the smoke coalesces into a hook horror, yep. it's going to lunge forward and try to attack you. That is going to be a 17 to hit. Miss. Shield. <laughs> Okay. You get an attack. What I would you like to do? Shield, block it. Um, yeah, I'm going to come in. Uh, um, I'm adding five as well? Yes. Because I've fought these things Because you have fought all of these Let's before. Go. Okay. What? That's um, crazy. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is a 27 to hit. 27 hits. Oh, that's a lot of damage. Uh, 18 points of piercing damage. Okay, and poof. Into smoke it fades. I'm fa- I watched the smoke. Does it seem to be recoalescing? It does not. <laughs> As you feel yourself, your consciousness drift, almost like you're falling into a body of water. As you reawaken, <gasps> I am going to have you roll for each of these tattoos. Oh, gosh. That is going to be for each tattoo, hmm. that is 3d6. Okay. You are getting an additional five tattoos. Sure. So that is going to be 15d6. <laughs> Should I roll them per tattoo and see how the damage goes? Yes. Okay. Do you want me to roll three and then let you know? 
Um, yes. Okay. First three. Two ones and a four. Okay. Uh, that's, for, wanna... that's for the first. That's first for the first tattoo. Was uh, two, two ones and a four. Okay. Next tattoo. Uh, would I be able to know how it's going? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. You're you're in this you're in this <laughs> trance the entire time. A five, a three, and a three. Okay. Okay, that was two. How many more? Three, three more. more. Okay. Two ones and a four. Do okay, you... give me one second. Oh. Two ones again. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> okay. Two twos and a four. Three these three. Can I take these? Yes, you may. Okay. (laughs) Seeker, help me. Okay. This is the last one. This is the last one. One, two, five. (laughs) That's a lot of damage. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt a lot. You wake up having taken fifty-one points of piercing damage. So what does that feel like? <laughs> DM. <laughs> it feels like the blood in your veins is boiling. It feels oh. like there is needles running through your skin. <laughs> and it feels excruciating. I'll look for Chath. He's sitting there in the corner. Is it over? Yeah. How do you do it? That was real stupid, Flynn. Do it. You did it. I did it! I yell up towards the stairs. It's just Trap in the room? Yeah. And you can see he uh he sort of wipes some sweat away from his forehead. He uh he throws his tools down onto the table, puts the, the orange ink back up on the the shelf, and silently walks up the stairs. I look at my arm. You look down on your arm and you can see um three circular tattoos on your forearm. Um, You can see the one that is a light blue for your abjuration. You can see the red one for evocation. And you can see the the golden circle there um, that you had gotten for transmutation. Cool. But now, beyond that, the rest of the tattoos are no longer circles. It seems like they are all interwoven as these lines and and designs and symbology wrap your entire forearm and your entire the entirety of your upper arm and onto your shoulder mm-hmm. um, these three distinctly stand out while the rest of them are all interwoven into this beautiful design of of lines weaving in and out and so iron light cool. symbology and and these runes as you now have a full arm of tattoos so freaking cool I'll look down at it and just smile but and just like rest for a moment I'll calm my breathing and second wind (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah yeah alright so that is and of course I roll a one on it Um, (laughs) nine points of healing okay Um, that one tattoo is worth yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah right okay Um, and I will after resting for a moment, I will click myself. Uh, I will. Uh, hmm. uh, do I feel like it? It hurts to touch. It, is it sensitive? Oh yeah. It, yeah. The, the skin is completely raw. 
I will I will leave the sleeve up and uh, I don't know if the pauldron is going to cover some of the tattoo, so I might. Does it no, doesn't matter? Uh, no, the pauldron would not cover. Okay, then I'll, too I'll much leave the pauldron on. I'll put the pauldron back on. I'll, I'll clamp it on. Feel that connection and smile as I just kind of like put my hand on it. <laughs> I did it, mom. I did it, dad. <laughs> Can't wait to tell you the story. I'll look to the stairs and head up. Okay, and as you walk up the stairs with this new tattoo, you level up. Let's go. Hey. That's a hard level up. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Okay, as you uh, complete your, your ascension to the stairs, uh, you get back to Melaru's office and you see no one's in there. Mm-hmm. You look on Melaru's desk, all you see is a book <laughs> laying there. What's it look like? It is very similar to the one that you currently have that has all of your spells in it, mm-hmm. um, except much, much larger. I'll go go up to it, open it up, take a look. Okay. Um, You start flipping through and you see, um, you see the basics of these new schools of Mm. magic. Um, No real specifics, but you do see a couple of spells in there that you might be able to use. Hmm. New spells that you haven't seen before. I'll uh, go into my bag and uh, take out my current Iron Light spellbook and kind of hold on to it and just kind of grip it tightly as I look at it and just done with this one. I'll put it on Mallory's desk. I'll pick up the big one, put it in my bag and head out of her office. Okay. The rest of the group. Sure, Flynn's doing fine, you know. Let's just go into a safe place. You know, the Iron Light. What's going to happen to him there? Yeah, I mean... He goes there all the time, right? It's where you, like, grew up. He likes the smell of it. So weird. It just smells like dirt. You can suppose in certain circumstances that would be, there would be a fondness. For dirt? Huh. Some folks are rugged individuals. Seeker, do you think fondly on dirt? I, I don't have a problem with dirt. I don't know if I think fondly on but it. Does but does the smell remind you of, <laughs> of anything? Like, does no, it make you happy? N- 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 no. You? Destiny? Actually, yes, I really, I actually really enjoy the smell of dirt. Well, there you go. So. Of dirt? Yeah. You like know, a so- specific kind of dirt, though? Like, you go to one place and you're like, this dirt smells different. Mmm. <laughs> yes. So, like, when the soil is really rich and, and dark and you can plant, like, a garden <laughs> in it, it's really calming to just sit and, you know, be amongst some herbs and at a farm. No? I'm, I'm no. going to turn to Kellek. I think she'll get along with Shraya. Um, I think Shraya gets along with everyone. Who's Shraya? Except for dwarves, I suppose. Oh, well, remember like specifically. The, uh, the bird. That oh, that's right. He is missing. I didn't. Yes. I didn't find him here. Okay. Where is he, by the way? Uh, he's alive. No, no, no. He's he he lives. Well, he's I alive. He he survived so. with us. Yes. Did, did he die too? I, you know, I can't <laughs> say. Um, who? Died, but he well, was okay. there when we all fell. I remember when he fell, and, and uh, he fell, and then and then you fell. Right. But he was definitely down. But he's not anymore. He just went to go take care of something for us. You okay. see, Flynn's friend is in trouble, and he went to go help her. Oh. Yes. Um. Nary a dull moment. Um. The Iron Light has some internal conflict. We're learning. What is this? 
iron light. Who knows? Some spooky thing that know. has to fight monsters. I, and not many people have heard of it. Least of all from Flynn. He's never he never <laughs> mentions it. And you all hear <laughs> teleporting into the space. Flynn gets back. <sighs> Heyfried raises his hand and pulls the teleportation circle portal down towards him. Thank you, Heyfried. Yeah, sure. You look okay. You looking? You okay? Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm fine. What happened? Hey, Flynn. Welcome back. Oh, Flynn, you're back. You're gonna be so happy with what Kellek did. You're gonna be really, really happy. Oh, okay. What? What what'd you do, Kellek? Yes. What did you do? What? What was that? I'll look over towards the noise. And you look over and you see on uh, a platform that is now connected to the main platform, um, trees and shrubs, and uh, just standing there, like chewing on some grass, you see a sheep. Why is there a sheep? It's your sheep! Not just any sheep, Flynn Fellow Weave. What? And I, with a weary look toward Hayfree, just of like raw pride. The sheep, Flynn. Your sheep! I'll look towards the the, the (laughs) cage that had the sheep demon in it. A terrifying mass of <laughs> muscles and arms and horns. Yes! Flynn, that thing was inside of you. <laughs> Which, yes. Oh, man. It looks scarier. So scary. I, the sheep was in... What, what was inside? Well, um... The you sheep? recall that Flynn had horns, right? Yes. Well, he no longer has... Those? I did not tell you this. This. No, you did not those tell me that. Those are my horns. That's, those are the horns. That? Those are my horns. Yeah. Oh, like it was literally in my head. Yep. I mean, he didn't turn into a big sheep monster like the sheep did. It was really just like Flynn, yeah. Flynn, yeah. with horns. So you were possessed. Yeah. Well, by some that people. Thing. Yeah. Some people use that word. Yeah. <laughs> How? Why? Time you out. Would never I use need that. so many of possession. Um, uh, after, after that, I will eventually just kind of walk towards the new demon cage with okay. the new demon in it. And kind it of is a couple at. hundred feet floating in space, but oh, okay. you can you can I'll still just see look it. up yeah. at it as as I'm still talking to her, but I'm just looking at the new demon now. Um, yes. and it's like it's it's trying to stand there, but it's like wavering back and forth and like like banging its shoulder up against the edge of the cage, not like really in an attempt to get out, but almost mm-hmm. feeling like getting a grasp on the new arms yeah. and the body and, and everything. <sighs> Should we kill it? You think you can kill it? Maybe. And I like like move my hand, my, my right hand, just like... I cross my arms uh, looking at this monstrosity. Well, we've got a little collection going here. Um, beats me as to what the appropriate fate for such creatures is. Do you think all of them look like that inside? Like, do you think Amara looks like something like that? And do you think that Zergath looks like something like that? I mean, look at Zergath's arm. Like, that's pretty crazy. Yes, well, um, looking at this creature, can I assess, like, what, where it would have ever come from? Is there any... 
Um, I'm gonna Any have idea? you make <laughs> history, religion, arcana. <laughs> Combine. Any of those. Okay. Nature. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going with religion for the record. Okay. Uh, and that is a 23. A 23. So thinking back on everything, the this is sort of the thought that crosses your mind, is this was, from what you understand, a soul that was trapped in a crystal that was then transferred to a corporeal body that was then forcefully extracted and put into the body of a weaker being, transforming that being... <laughs> And making it into a grotesque thing mm-hmm. that that then that that being was then taken out of. Right. This might not ever. This series of events might not ever have, have happened in before history. in Elbor. So we created this. Thing. You created this. Kinda. This, from what Kellick would understand, this wildly unique combination of a soul moving from non-corporeal to corporeal to forcefully moving to another thing to having that thing then extracted it's been through an insane series of events hard to place exactly if you there's been something like this before it would seem there's a cost to these things taking others as hosts for them it's soul is warped beyond recognition. How many possessed creatures are in this place right now? Um, three at least. At least, at least three, yeah. At least three. That one previously possessed a sheep, and now it's just. Oh, just a so thing. Just I two, I well, guess. two, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Two, two. that makes sense. Okay. Not to be a stickler. <laughs> I look apologetically at Avery. <laughs> Why and how? Well, you remember oh, well. that cult we were <laughs> yeah, talking that's a about? Lot. <laughs> <laughs> to explain, is this what you are repairing? Well, yeah. this is this this was something that I needed to fix. I mean, all of this. These are the remnants of your repair, no? Right. Well, you see, it's a work in progress. Yeah, and we really have to go like way, way further back <laughs> if we want to get to the get to the core of this issue. But basically. Um, the the culty thingy with the wolf. Um, they're trying to <laughs> oh, do a bunch. Uh huh. They're <laughs> trying to sow chaos, right? And so one of the ways that they're doing that is like trying to get these keys to these different planes. And they got caught trying to do that, and so they were imprisoned into a crystal as just souls, right? And so then these souls found ways to get out of the crystal because sometimes they broke and sometimes we broke them and sometimes, you know, there was a lot going on. Okay, it was a lot going on. It was a lot. And then they were just souls. So they couldn't just live as just souls. So they had to possess things. And one possessed a dead half-orc. One possessed an old acquaintance of mine. One possessed Flynn. You know, it's just been a lot of things going around. We don't really know how many souls were in the prison crystals. Um... So, we also yeah. don't know the real nature of the beings that uh, the souls uh, came from. Right. We, mm, 
we might suppose they were servants of the Red Wolf at, at some point in history. Mm, seems reasonable. Is chaos all they want? Yeah, mostly. I, I talk about it a lot. They talk about it like so it's like much. any question you ask them, they're like, eh, it's, it's chaos, I think. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. What is chaos even? I mean, it sounds like they're killing and all kinds of things. Well, they're causing fighting, right? So, like, we think maybe they might be part of the reason why there's a big war going on. Like They caused the war? No. They there is history. caused the war, they, but... They, it, it would seem they stir the instigating. plot. Instigating. They instigated the war between... They, the nations? We don't really know the details That's there. That's more conjecture on our part. Oh, oh okay. Because they I benefit mean, from chaos, right? They want more blood, more violence, and they want the gods to cease to exist. Conjecture, but a reasonable conjecture, I guess you could say. I'm still under the table. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing like mental math at like a million miles an hour, just eye splitting, darting everywhere, like trying to assemble the comments that some people have said, the description I was just given, and I'm, I just look to Seeker. Did. Wait. Welcome to the agent! This is what we do. Do you still want to do it? That is a very good question. Uh, Hi. Did you just mention keys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like keys that open portals to That's other planes. Did we not see keys recently when we, we met 86? Keys. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to go in my bag and look for the... I made some drawings, some imprints. Uh, not imprints, drawings of keys. Mm-hmm. Yes, you uh, did. In that observatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to pull out these drawings of keys. Say these, this. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Remember these? I, I yes, I do. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> yes, and they there was a map. There was a map, and it referenced locations. No, I remember Northern Kaldur, um, some place called the the Dakir Ruins, Wait, and the Freywood. Where did you die? We just we what? just came from the Dakir Ruins. Yeah, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's look where at we these. And uh, which uh, one are you showing them, or, uh, or both? I will. Sh- I will show the keys. Okay. Um, he holds up this piece of paper. Actually, I will show both. Okay. He hold, yeah. Well, first first the keys. Yeah. Holds up a piece of paper, and it's got six keys on it. Okay. Um, Flynn, having handled it mm-hmm. personally yeah. and having it in your possession, mm-hmm. you see that one of the keys is exactly the one that you took from the Dakir ruins. Uh, I've seen that one before. You Please. see a series of five others. They look very similar in like the um, the initial, you know, almost like hilt part of the mm-hmm. key, um, but the the unlocking mechanisms very slightly. Mm. Oh my goodness! Where did you find those? We we were at an observatory. Um, we were we were doing a different job. What was her name? The professor. Uh, Professor Markov. Yes. What was the job? She had to find some. Uh, Journals. Mm-hmm. She had work stolen from her. Uh, work uh, revolving well, around. Um, what? J- she Not sure they are related they're, they're, to this. Ask. The keys. Well, were they related? Have we read the journals? The journals you both had returned to yeah, the original owner, who they were stolen from. I don't think it's related, but the keys were in the observatory. The professor's observatory. 
It was sort of um, like a rival situation, like this person had taken something from the professor so that they could obtain the knowledge and steal it, and we were stealing it back to give back to Professor oh. Markov. And okay, the place and the- from which you stole that, re-stole, stole again that journal, that's where you found this? Yes. 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 So maybe, so you guys have stolen something from there before. Well, we stole things that were already stolen. Sure, 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 sure. That's not the point. The we point is that you have and I am slowly creeping out from under the table at this point. <laughs> <laughs> under the table the whole time. I'm slowly creeping out and my eyes are just like wide. So you have been in there, you've infiltrated and you've stolen things from there before. Yes. So you could do it again. But what else would be in there? The keys. The keys. We need to get the keys. The keys. Well, oh. Were there keys there? Seeker and Thessaly, what you remember is you searched that place top to bottom, yeah. um, the etching of the keys was all you found related to the keys. Oh. These, these, yeah, so they... I, I made a picture of a picture. Oh, a big, oh, I thought that you might have made a picture of the actual things. No, it was just an image, and we searched the place top to bottom. There wasn't any kind of drawing or anything else Makes other sense. than the ones we have. Can I take a look at that? Yes. When you found the picture... The, orig- the other picture, my eyes have dimmed. <laughs> when you find the other, when you found that picture, did did it say anything about them? Did it say anything next to the picture of the keys? I'll show the map, and and yeah, you can see on the map, it's got several points circled, and you can see what appear to be infernal words next to each of them. Flynn, what does it say? <laughs> and I put it up in front of his face. Oh, um, well, let me see it, and I'll take it from her and uh, look at it. Okay. Um, you're looking at it, and it is a very basic version of the map that you have, but one that spans the entirety of Elbor. Um, you see a uh, circle that is in the northern region of Kaldur. Um, it's sort of circling the Venville Rise, and right below it, in Infernal, it has the word air. You see one that is over um, in the Freywood, sort of uh, the the uh, the islands to the east of the the main continent in Elbor. You see a circle in the Freywood that underneath it has the infernal word for water. And finally, you trace your finger over to a circle that is right over the Dakir ruins. And underneath has the infernal word for fire. All right, so this one says air, and I'll point to uh, the, the northern one. Is that what it was? Yes. And what was that around again? That was around the mountain range of uh, the Venville Rise in northern Keldor. All right, I'll point to that one. This this one says air, uh, and I'll go down to the one that, the, around the Freywood, and I'll, this says water, and... And I'll point to the Dakir ruins. And this one says fire, which kind of makes sense because... The planes that these keys open. What we saw, yeah. Um, if I'm, I'm looking at this rubbing that Seeker took, how many keys are... Uh, there are six total. Six, okay. And do they have... What seems to be the purpose of this document? Just... Um, the, the, do the keys have visual... Um, idiosyncrasies, or do they all appear kind of similar to the one that uh, Flynn took from? They all appear very similar in make, 
Um, but just at the end, like the mechanism that actually unlocks something varies a little bit. So there are six different keys, but look, they're the same size. They look like they were made the same. And this page, for what you can tell, looks like it's simply documentation in the fact that this is the shape of six keys. So if there are six keys, why are there only three places circled? Maybe that is all they found. Could yeah. be incomplete. Yeah. What is the key? Do you have this key you found? I look to the team as if to, like, motion, should we trust them? I, I like, uh, I, I shake my head as if to say, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I will pull out the key and show Seeker. What is it made of? Oh, I don't know. Stone. If I Was it stone? It was like a hot stone. Um, no, like it's, it's a metal that, uh, it's, it's a metal, but on... It's got like these little red glowing flakes inlaid on it. Um, very similar to the one that Hayfried gave you right. with the metal, but it had white flakes mm-hmm. inlaid in it. And is it still warm to the touch? I feel like remembering that being a thing. It is. It's not hot, but it's it's just warm enough to where you recognize yeah. the warmth. You want to take a look at it? Yes. Hayfried, do you recognize any of these pictures? Um... And he looks them over. Uh, not, uh, not really. Well, I mean, kind of. So in <laughs> in in the world, there are uh, there are different places that you can go. That uh, sort of, for lack of a better term, overlap with different material planes. Um, I've, I've heard that there are some places that you can go where those planes are a little bit more overlapped um, and what the, the metal that I gave you all um, sort of allows for an, a bigger opening, but the metal that I gave you, even though it allows it, it's not really meant for a permanent opening. It's, you know, it's maybe a couple seconds to a couple minutes. Um, what about this key? Is this made for a permanent opening? That key... Um, and he looks it over and, and he inspects it and his eyes roll back in his head and they like they start to glow this golden color oh, okay. as he like for just like a brief second everything <laughs> we all reach for our weapons <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like, three possessed people <laughs> now it's three, now it's three. Almost, <laughs> almost cutting himself off in the middle of the sentence he stops like all of his muscles freeze as his eyes turn gold and then his eyes rotate back, and he continues his sentence and says, yeah, um, this just seems to be a more refined version. I would assume that, you know, if you take this, um, an actual refined version of the metal that I gave you, um, if you took this to one of these points, it would allow not only a much larger opening, but one that's much more stable as well, that could stay open for quite some time. The metal itself... It'll open the planes, but it won't, you know, it won't stay open for that long. And there's variables for the, the size and, and the, the stability of these things, whether or not you can actually even pass through them. But even the one you gave us, the practitioner used a, a, a dais, a, a, a sort of special room to open a portal. It, it probably needed assistance, yeah. Right. And it needed our life force. It would probably require something like that. Maybe. Uh, can't tell if the life force was just a bait to get the creature to come out of the 
Oh, maybe. Um, the, ton- the, the channel that they did. Oh, D- maybe. DM, do I remember accurately that there were stones referenced with the, each of the keys in one of the drawings? Is that- um, no. No? No, there were not specific materials. Mm. But theoretically, take one of these, uh, this metal that's been shaped into a conduit like this and take it to one of these points. Theoretically, you can get a portal open as big and as long as you want it to. Do you remember the name of the person that you stole from? Did we learn the name of the person we (laughs) stole from or was it more target acquired sort of a situation? (laughs) Yes, the second. Okay, the second one. Um... Agents oh. of repair, could you could you give me and Seeker like one one quick second? Are you trying to decide if you want to be an agent? Not really. I just and I'm gonna like turn or like try to steer his shoulder so that we, we can need- just have like not fully away from the group. Like they could still hear us if they wanted to, but I'd like to just kind of take him aside if I can. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, this platform is definitely being. Enough. As we're walking, okay. I'm gonna say, oh, eighty six. Do do you know? The name of the uh, the person that we stole from? Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> sorry to say I don't. Hello. Hi. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm looking very nervous. Like I'm looking after everything that's happened. I look the most shaken right now. <laughs> um, Are you okay? We're gonna put a pin in that until later. Do you still have? Yes. That vial. I was getting ready to ask you the same thing. Would I unfortunately have the inclination that if we take it out, we might part with it forever. How do you feel about losing one of your trinkets? We still have the box, right? We do still have the box. Yes. Okay. I think that we should ask if it was used and what they witnessed. Also, what is it called again? I don't remember the name. It's called Benton Glass. Benton. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. 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 So let's go over and you you show them the the vial. I'm just going to quiet now. Um, as they were over there on the side, and I'm standing with uh, Kellick and Oma. Oh, right. Look. And I'll point to my pauldron. I give Flynn a, 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 an approving smile. I noticed Flynn. I did it. Congratulations. Great job. And I'll hold up my arm. Ah, Those tender. aren't all your name, are they, Flynn? No, Oma. Hilarious. Only this one is, and I'll hold up. <laughs> I can't read it. I'm, I'm just asking a oh, question. I got a lot more stuff. And I'll more go to my stuff. bag and I'll pull out the book. I got this, and it's got a bunch of spells in it. All right. I just got to figure out how to cast them. They didn't really tell me that part. They just kind of left the book, and I really didn't see anyone else, so. <laughs> you need tattoos to cast spells? Yeah, I'm not like you. Oh. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, one could say you're weird. I'm not covered in tattoos. I know, but you explode sometimes. A third eye came out of your Yeah, and you forehead. go invisible randomly. Well, I mean, that's just sometimes. You accidentally banished Baratasta. Yeah, but... Accidentally on purpose. It helped us, but it was, yeah. It, it was, was great. Yeah. yeah, but... I mean, sometimes accidents happen. <laughs> Seems to be the case, huh? Yeah. But yeah, I need these to cast. Don't strike me, me as odd, Flynn, that... The Iron Light would be so strict, so formal about combat training, but not give you the tools you need for mm-hmm. casting your spells. What do you mean? Well, leaving you to your own devices to figure out how to use the magic they've bestowed upon you. Well, I figured it's about the same as the other two small 
the first times I cast. I learned from the, the book that I used to have, and I'm assuming it's the same thing. Hmm. Just hmm. seems, I don't know, kind of a double standard. Yeah, they don't really hold hands. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, unless they're got you in a headlock. Well, that's that's kind of the point. It's they want to make sure you can do it on your own because, I mean, I'm supposed to be doing this on my own. Does that mean we should all get pauldrons too? <laughs> you can try. What is that supposed to mean? You have to I, sign up I did for all the, the things collective. though. But I did all the things. Yeah. So why can't I just have one? I did all the things. We can go ask. Alma, a lot of people um, hold Femir's judgment and values and represent her purposes in the world, but they're not clergy of her grace. You have to go through some hoops. Yeah. Oh, I understand hoops. <laughs> There's a lot of training that happens. Yeah, I get training too. I understand it. But also just... <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Are you guys done talking? Uh, it's alright if you don't want to help us. It's it's a terrible thing, really. No, it's that's not hard. It's really annoying. You, you, you just go get no. yourself a bite to eat. Have a grand rest no, of your life. No, keep stealing things from professors. It's totally fine. That sounds Taka so has something he wants to tell you. Show them, show them the vial. That is a whole different conversation. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> Kind of look. I look towards Hayfree and hold up this vial with uh, like a green dust. It's like a, a glass that seems like it's been pulverized. There's not very much left, just a very little bit. And say, do do you know what this is? And I'll hand it over to him. And he takes it, and once again his eyes roll back. They start glowing. <laughs> you should really tell us when that happens. It freaks me out. His <laughs> eyes go back. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, Pretty good stuff. I wouldn't mind having some of that uh, myself. You have any more? What is it? It, uh, it well, it's called Benton Glass. Um, it sort of helps your mind be in two places at once. Good with multitasking. That sounds that. unhealthy. Oh, yeah, it can be. Highly addictive. Can anyone use it? Um, yeah. But it's highly addictive, he just said. Yeah, highly addictive. We'll lean over to Desily. He has helped us. Should we give him some? We, can, have, we have a lot. You can give him the vial. You can have the vial. And yeah. I, I don't mean to disrupt your act of generosity here, but uh, I'm afraid it's on the mend from a, a lifetime of mistakes. I I don't know. No, this stuff is, is different. No, it's fine. And he takes it and he, he brings so- down another platform and he walks over to the platform. Hey, Fred, I, I really don't know if that's a good idea. It's fine. Jeez. I, and Haven't I done enough for you guys? Just you have, you have, of don't course. trust me. Okay, I get it. Well, you, you, you have a history of some pretty grave missteps and I just think And he holds it like up this. and shakes it in front of you. You go, what, you think I'm going to fucking kill someone with this? I'm not, okay? So just calm down. I think you might hurt yourself, Hayfried. I'm watching the two of them have this conversation. How does Hayfried look like? I'm really trying to gauge Hayfried's character right now. Does he look like he might misuse it? Is he Make lying? an insight check for me. It's a 19. Uh, 19. Uh, he grabbed it with uh, a certain speed, a certain urgency. <laughs> I'll let you do with that what I'm you will. I'm noticing that, 
I'm going to look at Seeker and I'm just going to shake my head one, two, three times as if to say, do not give him any more. <laughs> as this conversation debate is happening, I'm going to attempt to use my invisible mage hand to grab the vial. Back. He he currently has it on his, his workbench and he's like, he's actively using, using it? it. Yeah. Hey, hey, Freed. Yeah. What do you like to multitask doing using that? Oh my gosh, there's so many things. Um, <laughs> I mean, the benefit of it is that part of your mind is sort of cast off into a, a sort of an upper level of existence and the other part stays here tethered to the world and so you can be doing things here within the world while your consciousness is also being projected out and that grants you certain certain insights that might help with uh, spell casting, invention, uh, all sorts of things. So when you're really excited to use it, what do you want to do? I probably have to think about it. Um, I mean, there's maybe a half a use in here, but, uh, you know, I'd want to put it to good use. Probably not going to use it right away, but I'm going to try and think of something good. What about to get information? Does it send your projected self to another plane? Am I understanding correctly? I don't even know where it goes um, exactly, but uh, it's sort of like a projection. Uh, it feels like you're in two places at once. Well, maybe you can use it to solve your statue problem. Remember? That's a good one. Actually, Flynn was, yeah. was talking to somebody else, the guy who left here earlier, and, and he fought something that does turn people into statues, and we were thinking that maybe some type of anti-venom or something could help to restore them. What was it called again, Flynn? Um, and I'll pull up my uh, bestiary and I'll flip through it. I, I think it's Basilisk, because I'll, I'll try and find it. Is that what it was called? Yeah. I'll, I'll flip to the page and I'll hand it to Hayfried, my book, uh, with my notes that I copied from Zorkal. Maybe, maybe you could use this to, to, to go to a other place and, and think on that. Um, I, that's certainly uh, better than, you know, any ideas that I had. Yeah, that's, that's a good, that's a good suggestion. Hey, Freed. Yeah. <laughs> I know we just met. <laughs> but could I make a request since we just gave you a, a nice little gift? Sure. I mean, I owe you one. Will you promise not to use that unless someone you really, really trust is here watching over you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three, any of them. And Timmy. What? Mm. And Timmy. Who's Timmy? Uh, Timmy might <laughs> not be able Let, to. Let's say one of one of one of these three. And you hear from you hear from the platform that has the trees and the sheep on it. Um, you hear yelling over. I don't want that kind of responsibility. <laughs> and you look over and you see Timmy who's like knelt down and he's got some like grain in his head and he's feeding the sheep and like petting its head. Oh, he seems oh, wow. happy. That's Timmy. They're, 
there are um, more children here than I would have expected. <laughs> no, Timmy's like, Timmy's like way older. Man, he's how, how old is Timmy? Young yet? Looking at Timmy, he's like 14. <laughs> so, so like, I perceive that as a child. <laughs> Old, older child. to Oma. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. He's way older. No, I like understand. A oh, gosh. Okay. Um, hey, just, he lived on a boat. I mean, he's got lots of skills. He's seasoned, but uh, he's still still learning. I'm I'm gonna reach my hand out for for Hayfried to sort of clasp it and say, "I want you to promise me." And he looks around to mainly the agents of repair, who are also staring back at him. And he like he rolls his eyes. He goes over to his platform. He pulls out a piece of paper, he pulls out a quill and some ink, <laughs> he pulls out a, a, what looks like a large stamp, <laughs> and he writes down the words, I will not use the Benton glass unless an agent of repair is in my presence. <laughs> and he takes the uh, the stamp, and he stamps it right into the middle, and you can see the, the edges of the page just very slightly begin to glow. Ooh. Cool. And he walks over and he hands it over to you and he says, all right, there you go. Wow, that's that's so much more official than what I was... <laughs> that's, that's wonderful. Thank you, Hayfried. And I stow it away in my bag. Thank you, Hayfried. Yeah. I would also like to know if you saw any Benton glass while you died or were sacrificed. I'm still really unclear on this that. This is the first I've never seen anything like that before. Okay. Well, that's slightly reassuring. What does this have to do with um, opening interdimensional gates that could end the world? Don't know. All right. Oh, we thought that was going somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I am very quiet. I'm just not saying it. It seemed important, but who knows? But no, yeah. we appreciate it. Sharing is, is caring, as they say. Mm. Well... Now that I'm back, do we want to talk to our friends? Let's figure out what our plan is here. Yeah. What do we need to ask them? I have no idea. Um. Well, Flynn has been gone for a few hours and has come back. It's been a while. We it had already been a long time. It's probably getting towards evening time, right? Like it's getting towards. Probably. Yeah. You haven't been outside, but. Yeah. yeah best guess, probably. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm kind of hungry. I I think I think a, d- a dinner might be nice. Yes. Kelly, like, I don't know if you want to make your mushroom soup again, but I would eat some. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, hey, Fred, might we use your um, kitchen? Yeah, go for it. Are you hungry? We can make you some too. No, I'm good. You don't eat. I'm just not hungry. I mean, technically, you're not either. True. But I was hungry from before coming in here. Okay. And he grabs and he, he pulls the, the kitchen down to you the You don't platform. know how I'm feeling. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> <does. laughs> um, and I will set about making my mushroom soup. Okay. I'm getting another beer. <laughs> okay. A big beer, a human sized beer. I'm going to, um, while they're doing that, I want to go up to Hayfried. Um, at his little like alchemy 
Adventure Town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, Freed. Yeah. That's so cool what you did earlier, where you made the cell small, and then you spent a lot of time focusing and making it bigger and doing all the runes in the sky. You're pretty cool. Thank you. So are you. Thanks. You don't even know the half of it, though. Like, you haven't seen, like, half of what I can do. I'm looking forward I to the day when I can. Seen... Yeah, I mean, sometimes things happen. Like they were saying, sometimes things happen. But most of the time, it's fine. And Xavier was teaching me about meditation. And, like, sometimes it works. But he's really got to be there with me. Otherwise, I don't. I just can't do it. I just can't focus. You know, I just I can't, can't like... ever figure out the meditation thing either. Man, it's, it's so tough. hard just to, like, sit silently. For so long. My brain just starts, like, thinking. I know. So does mine. What does your brain think about? Well, I mean, shit, it's mostly, you know, thinking about if I'm doing the spell right. Um, if, you know, if I do the spell wrong, what are the consequences? Um, and, you know, maybe if I do the spell right, uh, like, what are the other things that could be consequences down the line of me doing actually the spell right? There's just, it's, it's... It's the, the weight of the responsibility of it. That's crazy. I never thought to think about what could go wrong. I was always just thinking about like, sometimes the sky is gray and the clouds are so heavy feeling, you know? And sometimes they're so light and fluffy. And that's really where my brain goes most of the time. I know. And I mean, you get people like, uh, like your friend. Oh, you have to be calm all the time for everything to be okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but that's just not how the world works. Right. So how do you focus then to get things done? Well, what I... Well, come come with me. Okay. And he pulls down another platform, um, and it is a platform that has a bunch of books on it. Uh, Flynn had been over there a couple times, um, but a bunch of bookshelves, um, tables with books piled high, um, and he walks over to one of the the end tables and table seems to be completely cleared and nothing on it and he reaches out and flips open what appears to be an invisible book but as, <laughs> as he flips it open the pages make themselves visible and so you couldn't see it when it was just sitting there normally but now that he's opened it you could sort of see these mm. pages and you can see on the pages, he sort of looks around to make sure that you're the only one there. And you can see on the page that he flips to, um, there's there's a line at the top that says, I will do good today. <laughs> you see below that, it says, um, I will do my best to not be evil today. <laughs> and you see going down the line, like, for lack of a better term, like these daily affirmations <laughs> that he goes through of, of things that he writes down to like remind himself of who he is. And there are some like, I am I am not that person anymore. Um, my past actions do not define me. Um, and, and goes through and he's like, he's flipping through and there are like pages and pages and pages and like years worth of this stuff. Oh my God. Um, and he says, uh, this, this always helps me when I can't really quiet my mind. I just everything that's like rattling around and like pushing on each other and, and making a mess in my mind. I just come and I just start writing and I write down everything that I'm thinking of. And then by the end of it, I sort of read it back to myself. And I don't know, that brings me a sense of calmness. 
You want to try? Sure. And he flips to uh, uh, an empty page, and he hands you over a ink and quill. I will not be mean to Flynn today. It's <laughs> a pretty good start. <laughs> <laughs> I will make sure I don't banish anyone today. That's a good one. I will not talk about Kellogg's knees today. Weird, but (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Um... I will um, listen before I act. Today. I'm, and he sort of pats you on the head and says, I'm just going to leave you to it. Oh, <laughs> but what do you do when like, you're in the middle of things and you don't have time to write things down? Make a mental list. And that just helps you focus? Yeah. Helps me put uh, my fears and anxieties in perspective. So like, so like, so like, if I was in a big bad fight, like I was at, at the Dikir ruins, and I have to do something like what you were doing earlier, I should just make a list in my head? At the beginning, you can try saying them out loud. That makes them, you know, real in the world. And that'll help me focus? Helps me. And that's better than just like telling myself not to think of anything and breathe and not think of clouds. <laughs> Okay, whenever you're ready, we're gonna be over in the kitchen. Okay, I'm gonna be here for a little bit longer. I gotta think of some more things that I won't do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and as you continue (laughs) writing these down, um, you write down, filling a page, filling two pages, and afterwards you sit there and you read back everything that you wrote to yourself and you feel sort of a sense of release And, you know, there's still a bunch of stuff going around in your head, but now that you've put it down on paper, there's sort of that feeling of like, you know, it's manageable because it's in the world now. And with that, you level up. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, And after uh, a little while, Olma gets to the rest of you. Kellick, mushroom stew, Flynn, um, beer, a, a big thing of ale. Yeah. Um, Thessaly, as you were walking into the kitchen, what, not what you ask for, but what are you craving? Um, I would be craving sort of this like pot roast dish that I remember uh, having growing up when uh, like my mother would cook and like sort of, it would be like the full gamut, like carrots and potatoes on the side, that kind of a thing. All right. And as you are um, sitting there, uh, not exactly sure what to do as Kellick is making his thing. I'm presenting this Flynn like is... it is the royal feast. Like, I'm just <laughs> I am so excited. To... <laughs> Flynn's enjoying his beer and, and you're just yeah. you're sitting there in a moment of like sort of wondering what's going on as well as Seeker. Not what are you asking for? Not what's, what would Seeker ask for? What is Seeker craving? In my head, I'm thinking of a bacon sandwich and beer. All right. And um, after a couple moments of both of you sitting there, Thessaly, you begin to smell a pot roast. 
Seeker, you begin to smell bacon. And another five minutes later, um, plates float over onto the table and present themselves in front of you. Did you know it could do this? I did. No. Did you ask for that? No, I just... It's my favorite thing. This is one of my favorite dishes of all time. Um... I'm going to take a bite and see what it tastes like. Going to eat. Oh boy, is it good. <laughs> you get chills uh, along your skin. Just like mom used to make. Mm-hmm. As if she was there in the kitchen. Not going to lie. If this is what the, being an agent is, then maybe. <laughs> As I set the pot down on the table, it has its upsides. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the best meal I've had in years. I want. I want to try the soup too. I don't. I it just floated in front of me. I make like a like a no bother gesture, but I desperately. <laughs> you don't have to make an inside check. Want her to try this. <laughs> I will uh, hold my my beer out to Seeker. Cheers. Cheers. And, and as you both cheers, um, <laughs> Oma rejoins the group. Oh, the soup is ready. Here you go. Thank you, Calic. I just slide a bowl over to her. So, there's six keys, right? Well, that we know five of. more keys? We have one of them. Yeah. We yeah. know where three of them go, I guess. Or... My first question is, how many yeah. do the, does the order have, right? That's yeah. something to ask our, our friends here. Let's get one. Get an answer to that. And... Uh, well, what's their big bad plan? Knows well the. I guess we could ask that. Yes, though I feel they might just be able to slip around that by saying bring chaos to the world or something. I think it does if, seem very vague. If I were to take a guess, right? You can tell me if this is completely off the mark. But opening these gates, bringing the other planes here, it would tear the world asunder. If it was stable, you could create even just what I do with my own hands is is dangerous if I don't contain it. If if something like that goes on, tended to, uh, it could tear the world apart uh, as we know it, tear Elbor to pieces, planes of fire and water and air exploding out across the country. Um, that sounds pretty chaotic to me. Yeah. So you want to, to take these keys, go find these keys, and then what? Just put put them here in this goopy void, or destroy them? Yeah, if we can. Can can, can you destroy something? Should we like try that? to destroy this one right now? Oh. Should we not find out what it does? That seems well, we know dangerous. It does. Oh, it does exactly that. We witnessed it. Yeah. Oh. They placed it in a, a pedestal and it tore. Uh, the weave apart to bring about the plane of fire. What that- about this place? Can you not hide it here? Yes, but, and I look at the, the various monsters that we've imprisoned here, how many dangerous things can you put in a place before it just becomes another? It doesn't really make a lot of sense to keep the keys with three of these people here. I, I agree think with we keep them with us. Alma, I think 
I don't think that's a good idea. You're you're saying that these people, and I'm gonna point to where like the other two cages are, they also have something similar inside them related to this whole cult business? Uh-huh. Hi. Yeah, that one was okay. dead. See the big hole in its chest? It's really far away, so it's a really small hole. But yeah, that one was a dead was a dead person. And then the other one never used to look like that. He was like actually kind of skinny. And now he's got like big arm. Um, but I used to work with him. You, you used to work with the, the big scary one? Well, before he was big and scary when he was just like weaselly and, and skinny and kind of <laughs> creepy. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to be nice. No, I felt like that was an accurate description. You're okay. So the plan is to get keys, destroy keys, save the world well it's at least um, at least we prevent the plan that they have it's a start it's a defensive strategy it's yeah. you know uh, power to me would like to give the outcast a stern talking to you know do you- <laughs> 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 I, I, a stern talking to eh I'd take a, 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 a a joyful spoonful of mushroom soup. <laughs> as I, said. Uh, I will raise my <clears throat> mug. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking of a mug of, of ale. Look at Desily and say, Desily, Des. Uh, speaking of chaos, they, 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 this group, they are a bit chaotic. Yes. But, I gather. But I do, from the little bit of time I've spent with them, I do think I trust them. I definitely trust you. It sounds like something worth doing, unlike most of my life. I've spent doing much of nothing. Some good, but, you know, nothing. I think I want to try. Well, I'm certainly not going to let you run off and get yourself killed, so... I do not want to die. That is my one. <laughs> I don't think that's really. I am not joining to die. Well, we haven't stayed dead yet, so. I don't want to try once. Um, no promises. It's kind of a dangerous job. It's, uh, our best. it's about as dangerous a thing as I've ever done in my life. This pursuit. I'm not afraid of danger. Um, does everybody have a drink in front of? Them? I have a bowl of mushroom soup. Yeah. Could I think? Could I think in my head to have a drink that they would like appear? And before the thought is even finished in your head, um, uh, additional cups come out. Uh, and Kellick, I assume room temperature tap water? Just a touch cooler than room temperature. What are you feeling like? Yeah, so it's like fizzy water with strawberries. <laughs> okay, and Thessaly. Be like um like a brandy sort of alcohol. Okay, and they all slide across the table. <gasps> Ooh, I haven't had this in so and, long. And is that? Uh, and I just put my finger just on the tip of the water. Oh. <laughs> 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 Not quite room temperature. Perfect. I, I, I look over. <laughs> 
What do you say? I say I'll I'll follow you anywhere. And hit mugs to the rest of you, agents of repair. Shall we do what we can to not die and save the world? Repair the world. I like that plan. Taking each day in front of the other. Yes. Eyes forward. Aye. 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 Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Clink. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end it. Yay! We're going to call it right there. Uh, thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye nerds. nerds. Hey, nerds. It's Ethan. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please like, share, and subscribe on all platforms. Hey, Rodney, um, I got a couple of quick questions for you. Yeah. Does Ventureforth have a Discord? Yes. Is Ventureforth on Instagram? Uh, yeah, check. How about Twitter? Yep. I mean, they can't be on YouTube. Are they Absol- on YouTube? Absolutely on the YouTube. That's crazy. And now I hear that there's this new app that all the kids are using called TikTok. Oh, let me tell you that there is that app. And also the Ventureforth is on it. Oh my, I, you're, Rodney, you're blowing my mind right now. This is incredible. I will go and I will subscribe to each of those different platforms uh, and, and follow them just to make sure that I'm up to date on all things venture forth. Thanks for letting me know that, Rodney. Yeah, you know, thanks for the opportunity to let you know. Thanks for the opportunity to give you the opportunity to let you know. Oh man, there's so much opportunity. Bye here. nerds. <laughs> Bye nerds. <laughs> <laughs>